It's time for the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show. We'll tell you how to catch more fish and the right way to get on the fish. We'll tell you what's biting and where they're biting. So listen in because... That's where the fish are. Call the show anytime at 866-801-0940. Share your tips and tricks with us. Now let's bait the hook, toss out the lines, and see what's biting on the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show, driven by Buddy Davis Boats. Here's fishing guru Eric Brandon, along with Sun Sentinel Outdoor writer Steve Waters. It's the guru and the writer. Good morning to you, man. What's happening, bro? Not too much. I've been uh, covering the Broward County Women's Amateur Golf Championship. Back in the golf beat again, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Well. I've been dealing with water hazards. No fish. <laughs> well, I'll tell you one thing. I've read and seen and heard so many great things about fishing this week, Steve Waters, that uh, big mahi-mahi are offshore. Uh, Wahoo. You've heard about kingfish that are biting like crazy. Yep. And uh, got some great stories about some guys that uh, had a chance to see a sailfish get nailed by a mako shark, which has gone viral. It was done right down here in South Florida. Yeah, I can't believe that those guys couldn't reel any faster. (laughs) That Mako was fast, though, man. And they are fast. And he had a great tasty meal out of sailfish. Yeah, uh, maybe maybe the mate should have been more concerned with getting the fish in and shooting video. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, so it's going to be a fine-looking day. What's the official forecast that you've seen so far uh, for for, uh, boating guys today? Uh, Should be a nice weekend. Could be some rain, but... uh... Haven't checked the official no weather forecast. We can find out what Phil Farrell says. We'll shoot in uh, later on to find out what Phil, Mr. Phil, has to say. Yeah, with yeah, this unofficial uh, never right forecast. Disturbance off the Philippines. That, uh, <laughs> yeah, know, put up the storm shutters. Time to run to the store, buy your plywood. There you go. He's live and snappy, happy. Bouncer Smith on line number one. Cap, good morning to you. Good morning, gentlemen, and. Uh, I have to start by defending A.B. He was not the cameraman. He actually was the director, Ah. and he did a heck of a job of it because the selfish made some jumps, and then he rapidly moved from east of us to west of us, and then there was these huge boils coming up on the surface of the water, and A.B. and I both said something's going on there, and the, the guy was standing there with his camera his phone camera uh on standby for shooting video because the selfish wasn't jumping and he heard us say something was happening so he put the camera back on and on the camera timer it was four seconds from the time he turned the camera back on till the mako came out of the water with the selfish in his mouth and it was a sight to behold i mean it's a it it would have been a great sight to behold but it's an absolute miracle that somebody was right on spot with the camera, and it was just a once-in-a-lifetime thing, that's for sure. Got a curious bouncer. After that, uh, Mako grabbed the sailfish. Uh, how much longer was the sailfish actually on the line? Because he probably grabbed it what took him away. Well, no, he grabbed it in his mouth to kill it, to attack it. Mm-hmm. And then he came back around, and he bit the tail off about a quarter of the sailfish, and while he was trying to get that swallowed, the angler, the sailfish wasn't that far from the boat, and the angler brought it to the boat, and A.B. stuck the sailfish with a hand gaff, what was left of it, three-quarters of it, and I had A.B. give me the hand gaff, and A.B. jumped into action, 
putting together a shark rig. And we had just that morning, I mean, this is how those things fall into place. Just that morning, cleaned out the step box where we, the shark rig was, and A.B. even said, the hook's getting rusty, should we throw it out? I said, no, it's still good for a while. But anyway, he knew right where the rig was. He put together the shark rig. While I was holding the hand gaff, uh, the mako came back and ate another quarter of the sailfish, having a tug of war with me. And then uh, by A.B. was done with the, making the rig shortly thereafter, he cut off a chunk of the sailfish, put it on the hooks, and the next time he came around, he slurped it up like a candy bar, <laughs> and we caught the mako. So it was really, really a crazy event. Wow. How big was that mako overall, Cap? What do you think? Uh, it, you know, you don't want to embarrass yourself and be way off, but I feel it was at least 500. It could easily have been 600 pounds. Wow, man. Steve, what a fish. And, what a battle, huh? Man, can't believe it. And, Live and baiting it was, for makos. Uh, yeah, all day yesterday, uh, every time I'd hook a sailfish, I could. I was waiting. I would drag him around for hours, waiting for another show. <laughs> <laughs> we were live baiting sailfish. And the interesting part about it is, is that uh, one of the interesting things, but Guy Harvey is down in Isla Mujeres right now to tag with satellite tags Mako sharks because he has, has decided as a scientist that uh, Mako sharks travel with these packs of sailfish because they just eat them every day. They they uh, prey on sailfish as a major habit. So, and I've seen evidence of that myself as the I've had uh, three, three, four selfish now eaten by mako sharks, but only one got caught on video, and only one went airborne with a selfish in its mouth. So it was a lot of fun. All right, Cap. Well, listen. Uh, how about we come back at seven thirty and catch up on more fishing news and uh, do a little longer wrap about what's been happening for you all week long. We have another Cap uh, waiting online, and uh, to the commercial break we go. So, uh, good story about the mako. Couldn't wait to talk about it. That's for sure. Well, fishing's been hot, so you better check back because it's been everything you could possibly want to catch. <laughs> Definitely at 7.30, Cap, we're talking back to you, okay? Appreciate you it. You betcha. All right, thank you very much. Down at the Keys, he's still down to the Keys, Steve Waters? He's in Key West for a while. Wow, man. The one, the only, Casey Hunt back on the show. Casey, good morning to you. Good morning, guys. You ever seen a mako shark attack a uh, sailfish here, Cap? I have. Yes, I have. Oh, you have, I too. It happened off of Palm Beach a long time ago, but... Yeah, it happens from time to time. Okay. Well, what's happening in the Keys? What's the fishing been like for you? Well, fishing, uh, the Sandman is pretty much taking it to everybody with the sailfish stuff, and uh, they're sitting in first place in the tournament. And there's a lot of sailfish that are coming through here uh, pretty much to the east of Key West, and they we're seeing 20 to 30 fish jumping, free jumping every day, but it's been very, very hard to get them to eat. Why, I'm not really sure, other than instead of us having an east current down here pushing to the east, the current has been very slowly trickling to the west, and it's kind of very odd conditions. So the fish are coming, obviously, from the Miami area and heading our way, and they just have not been biting. I mean, you can bait 20 fish a day and hopefully get a bite out of one of them. So it's been kind of difficult conditions for us down here. So hopefully things change around today. You know, there's been that still mixed bag of some wahoos around, some blackfin tunas, lots of kings inshore. But, you know, for us in the tournament, it's been kind of tough for us. I've got 
my brother Stan Hunt fishing with us and Chris Lemieux fishing with us. So we're we're doing everything we can do to catch these sailfish. Wow, yeah, that's uh, that, that's got to be disheartening. I know Sandman had eleven the first day of the tournament, and and then I think six or seven, and uh, anyway, five the second day. So they're sitting oh, okay. on top right now. They've got, uh, I believe, it's eighteen releases right now. Okay, and today's the final day of it. Today is the final day. Okay, so when you say the selfish are, are east of Key West, are we talking like Marathon or towards Lou Key, towards Marathon? Yes, that's, okay. That's, well, and what's going on? The water's been really dirty here, and what fish we have been catching with the kites have been out there in like two hundred and fifty feet of water. So. You know, Ray Rocher, he's doing very well in the tournament. He's been sitting out there in the deeper water just waiting for the fish to come by. And his. Oops. Okay. Oops. Cell phone dropout? I yeah, think... he's, uh, oh, there Ray's he been sitting out there in the deeper water catching these sailfish sitting out in 250 feet of water, just sitting there waiting for him to come to him. And he's been doing very well with that this tournament. Okay, uh, yeah, because I, I know some captains, like, they'll go in shallow, they'll go after jumpers, they'll do, do something different from the rest of the fleet, and sometimes that pays off with, uh, you know, 17 sailfish in two days. Yeah, it's kind of been no rhyme or reason to it. You know, a couple of the guys have gotten into a niche, and they're doing very well, and the rest of the fleet is just kind of chasing fish around. Okay, well, I know, I know that, what we've been doing. Yeah, so. why, why know in that tournament, if you have one good day, you can have a nice payday, so hopefully today will be your day. Yeah, I, th- I think the other day, the daily was the first day, the daily was worth like 66000 or something. So, yes, at only one day, you can win a lot of money down here in this tournament. Okay, well, tell your brother Stan, get those sea witches ready. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, guys, well, thanks for calling, and uh, we're going to get ready to go try and do good for us today. You got it. By the way, Casey, besides the sailfish, any other uh, fun fish been caught? Uh, you've been seeing out there, mahi or anything? I saw a, yesterday was our lay day in the tournament, and one of the boats went fishing and caught a 93-pound wahoo on mono. Ooh, wow. Man, that's a big fish, dude. Yeah, that great day to catch it, too. I would think so. Not in the tournament. So. <laughs> All right. So Casey's down yeah. there, catching sailfish, and the guys are catching Wahoo. Yeah, yeah Skip Dana, um, I'm sure you guys know him from sure. the boat fleets back home. He caught like a 35-pound Wahoo and a 20-pound Wahoo the second day of the tournament on Mono. So there's Wahoos, there's tunas down here. I mean, fishing is generally, it's been great. You know, it's just we're all trying to get these sailfish to bite, and we're we're all seeing 20 jumpers a day. So the fish are here. They're just not feeding. Gotcha. All right. Well, Casey, good luck to you, my friend. Win that thing, will you? Tear him yes, up. Yes, sir. See you, guys. All right. Thank you very Thanks, much. Casey. What's the name of this tournament again? I, there's so many yeah. sailfish tournaments this time of yeah. year. Final the sale. Final sale? Final sale. A lot of our local guys are down there fishing, I think. Yeah, yeah. well, like uh, four of our captains. Well, Casey's down there anyway, but... Uh, Chris Lemieux, Stan Hunt, so no point in calling them. Skip Dana. Uh, but I do know uh, Tony DeJulian was down there, but mm-hmm. he's back home. I believe he told me he had like 17 sailfish messing around down there. Not too shabby. And, and then a swordfish last night. I All right. So. All right, man. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, we have a lot of captains coming up on the show. We have uh, Rick Buckner with Shop Talk. 
not sure what his topic will be today, but I think it's about being at Nautical Ventures holding a seminar later on today. Oh, that's right. Today's the uh, big demo day. Demo day, and uh, Rick Buckner's going to talk about inviting folks to go out there and do some hands-on stuff, which is always very cool because you know how stupid I am with everything mechanical. Well, sure, just uh, be actually shown how to change the oil or stuff like that or what not to do. Or put the prop on the right way or or whatever. Or when to call (laughs) Rick Buckner and say, help! Help me! Take a little break at 612 and 940 wins Miami Sports. Got a question for the captains? Call the show now at 866-801-0940 and get hooked up. We tried to contact them several times by radio, but they didn't answer. Now, back to the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show. Driven by Buddy Davis Boats. With Eric Brandon and Steve Waters. 618, welcome back to the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show. Driven by Buddy Davis Boats. A buddy, Steve Waters, at the other mic over there. And uh, speaking of mics, Chicago Mike is back in town. That's right. He he was telling me he was uh, frolicking in the snow in Chicago. He said, <laughs> good to be back. It's a lot warmer here than it was up north, man. So uh, welcome back, Mike, to the program. Uh, fishing-wise, Steve Waters, I've been following a lot of our folks on Instagram and, and uh, Facebook and talking to a few guys. I mean, really, not just average chicken dolphin, not talking about or swingers, but gaffers, bro, are back in town. Yeah, actually, uh, I did get a great report from Richard Stanzik down in Isla Mirada. And we'll call Bud and Mary's later to talk to him. But uh, he went out on the new Catch-22. They had 25 fish. I think he said 12 to 25 pounds plus a 48-pound ball. See, those are big fish, man. Those are nice-sized dolphin, man. Yeah. Yeah. He said it finally, like that, went off down in Isla Mirada. Nice. And, and of course, the tarpon fishing has been great down there. And uh, I think our next captain, he had a pretty big week himself. Uh, he was down in Key West. I don't know all the details. You mean Tony D? That's correct. Tony DeJuliad. Good morning, my man. How are you? Good morning, guys. How's it going today? So far, I've heard nothing but great fishing reports. Uh, how about yourself? Uh, it's been been a fantastic week. We just got home from uh, Key West on Wednesday. We were down there about 12 days. Had some really good fishing all the way around. Um Ended up catching a swordfish the last night we were there. We went out uh, late on Tuesday afternoon, out to the ran up to the humps off of Marathon, and uh, the blackfin tuna showed up there about five o'clock in the evening, and uh, caught some of those. And then we snuck off into the deep and put out a swordfish spread, threw some uh, some uh, steaks and some asparagus on the grill, and I don't know, <laughs> twenty minutes in, we had a hundred pound swordfish on. So. I uh, ended up having a really, really good week. So you, you, you added some swordfish to the steaks and asparagus? <laughs> yeah, we iced them up and uh, iced them up and then staked them up the next morning. So I actually enjoyed some of that last night for dinner. Okay, so you, you were just fun fishing in Key West. You weren't uh, tournament fishing. No, we fished that Viking tournament the first right. week, and then okay. the last four or five days were just fun fishing with uh, some of the guests, some owners, guests that were in town. Um, but the fishing has gotten really, really good all that week up in Miami. They were catching sailfish like crazy left and right. There's been some nice mahi showing up. Blackfin tunas are finally here. I've heard of a few cobia being caught, um, on some of the wrecks up off of, uh, Lighthouse Point and Pompano there. So it seems like we're really, really having a great spring 
and it just looks like it's just going to keep getting better and better all the way through May. Now, Tony, is there just kind of a coincidence that these are big mahi are getting bigger uh, as the days and weeks go on? Is this the time of year where the, the fatter fish are showing up or what? Well, yeah, we've been getting a lot of uh, we've been getting a lot of east wind and northeast wind and southeast wind. So hopefully, some of that uh, some of that really clean blue water's getting broken off and blown in from the Gulf Stream. It's getting uh, you know a little bit closer to shore. Uh, so that's that's uh, been helping. And then uh, when we were out sword fishing the other night, we noticed we found a really really nice patch of some very deep purple blue water and it had a lot of life in it, a lot of plankton and little krill and uh big big schools of large flying fish hanging out behind the boat uh in the lights so just a lot of life uh starting to show up out there yeah well april and may are probably uh two of the best months to fish in south florida so i'm glad the fish are finally cooperating Absolutely, we're looking forward to. We got some good, some good fishing coming up, and some good tournaments coming up here locally, all up and down the the southeast coast of Florida. So, we should be in store for a really, really good May. So, Tony, for guys who are fishing off of the uh, Dade Broward and West Palm Beach coast areas, uh, what's their best shot at catching fish this weekend? Uh, get some live bait, uh, ballyhoo. Uh, what, what's the deal? Well, live baiting is still always going to be one of your best bets. If you can get a kite up and get some threadfin herring or some pilchards or some goggle-eye or even mullet or blue runners out of the kite is always really effective. Um, trolling with these, with these uh, blackfin tunas showing up, uh, trolling, you can, you can find them as well. If you don't see them on the top, you can mark them on your machine and troll around them. And uh, one of the little tricks for that is remember to go for the black fins. If you can go with some really tiny, small, little uh, metal-headed jigs with tiny, small 2.0 and 3.0 tuna hooks in them. Uh, if you're going to be fishing ballyhoos, try to go with a real small ballyhoo and maybe a a 5.0 or a 6.0 hook that normally would be going a little bit bigger um, for some other species, but the blackfin tunas and tunas in general like to eat. Um, they like to find large schools of smaller baits, so they really get focused in on a smaller bait. So um, have some variety in your spread. That would be one. That would be one tip for sure. And then always try to have a uh, a bait below the surface, something down in the water column on a planer or a downrigger if you're. If you're bump trolling live baits around, always have a downrigger out with a bait, you know, 30, 40, 60 feet below the surface. That tends to uh, be real effective as well. All right, man. So there's your tip, Steve Waters. Live bait, baby. Lots of it. Yeah, well, actually, I kind of like the idea of uh, downsizing. So basically, Tony, you're matching the hook to the size of the bait. Yes, exactly. Anytime, any bait you're fishing, you really want to try to, you know, you, you will accordingly switch your hook sizes to match your bait so that whether, whether you're using a live bait or even a troll bait, you want that bait to look as realistic as possible. And, you know, the, on trolling, the more that bait wiggles and flutters, uh, the better and the easier your live bait can swim around on his on the hook and the leader. And the more natural it can look, the, the more uh, likely you are to get fish to strike. Yeah, and and with tunas especially, they've got those big eyes, so they can see, you know, if uh, if you got a nine o hook in a pilchard, <laughs> they're going to spot it. <laughs> they're yeah, right. they're going to see it. They're not even gonna. They're just going to th- turn their noses up at you. Yeah, the tuna can be leader shy. Uh, 
some, you know, a piece of little short pieces of fluorocarbon down at the end by your hook in your bay also, also don't hurt to uh, use the fluorocarbon. All right, Tony. Well, hey, man, great talking to you as always, my friend. Uh, catch him up, and we'll wrap next weekend, all righty? All right, guys, you have a great week and great show as always, and take care. Thank you very Thanks, much. Thanks, Tony. Thanks for being on. Once again, if you guys want to call the show and talk to our captains or pick our brains, 866-801-0940, 866-801-0940, Mr. Waters. That's right. We uh, love to hear from our listeners. We've only heard from a few since we uh, made the switch over here. Yeah, I haven't really solicited too many phone calls, but if you guys want to jump, jump on the show and uh, talk to us, we'll be glad to wrap with you. Sure, yeah. It's funny also, at Nautical Ventures, at least once or twice a week, I'll have guys walk in and say, hey man, listen to you and Steve on a weekend, I love that show very much, and they'll pick my brain on some fishing questions, so uh, we're out there, people are checking us out, uh, either on the phone, just in their cars cruising, or drop by Nautical Ventures and uh, and pick my brain while they're out there. Sure, yeah, well, I have people say, oh yeah, you know, love listening, I say, well, why don't you call in? Oh, I don't want to bother you guys. <laughs> Go on, bother us, man. It'll be fine, all right? We'll take a little break. Guess what's next, Steve Waters? Shop Talk with Mr. Buckner. I can't wait to hear what he has to say this week. Take some notes, kids. 627 at 940 wins of Miami Sports. Need to get on the water, but your boat needs a little TLC? Then tune into our Shop Talk segment with Nautical Ventures Chief Mechanic Rick Buckner. Email Rick your questions in advance at rickb at nauticalventures.com, and we'll answer them live on the air. Now back to the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show. Driven by Buddy Davis Boats. With Eric Brandon and Steve Waters. You just make yourself right at home and stay as long as you want to. Make yourself right at home and stay as long as you want. Welcome back to our show. Steve Waters, let's say, man, mechanical stuff with motors and boats is uh, an unsolved mystery in my life, bro scares me to think about the fact of even taking out a Allen wrench or any kind of tool and starting to work on my motor. You know, I, you know yeah, I've gotten really good at taking the cowling off. Oh, yeah, me too. I can do that. <laughs> I, sometimes I can't get it back on. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Other than that, as far as you go inside that motor, that's how, right? that's how you see all those old cowlings at the Dania Marine Flea Market. Right. <laughs> Probably some that I didn't reattach yes, properly. Could be, man. Here's the expert, of course, every weekend on the program talking about uh, shop talk and uh, keeping things running right. Rick Buckner, good morning, my friend. How are you? Good morning. How are you guys? Uh, a little tired. How about you, man? Yeah, I got to, uh, first of all, I got to say uh, thank you very much to some uh, very generous people last night in the Keys. Uh, we, it wasn't for them. We would be able to deliver a boat down there at uh, 9 o'clock at night at a boat ramp. And as you know, many boat ramps are not open at night down there. So we uh, we delivered another successful boat last night. Uh, what are we, uh, one of our sales at Nautical Ventures, I hope? Oh, yeah. Oh. Had to get it down. Guy wanted to go fishing this morning. He bought it and, you know, wanted to go fishing at 6 a.m. So I'm hoping that everything went well. It's sitting at the dock waiting on him to go. That's like white glove service, Steve Waters. You buy a boat from us, and we can't, you know, somehow get it to you on a trailer. I mean, Rick Buckner's delivering boats personally. How cool is that? Come on. I know, right, right, Rick? You were in Mexico last week? Yeah, I got to get my little, my fishing down there. You know, when I go down to Mexico, I'm always going to get my fishing in, no matter what, on the naughty hooker down there with Gary and Freddie and the guys. But uh, we did a, a, uh, probably around a 60-pound sale. Wahoo and uh, one Dorado on uh, Saturday, and I uh, was very happy. And they was able to fly back home, so that was that was my weekend down there. Oh, I see. So in between dropping off boat sea waters, you find it's time to fish. 
which is pretty cool. Good idea. Absolutely. You know? that, that way he knows, you know, the latest well, you gotta, in electronics. You got to the boat out and... with the customer, make sure that the rod going in the rod holder, make sure the outriggers are doing the job. So that's part of the service. That's funny. We sold a boat this week, Steve Waters. He's got a delivery in Greenland coming up. Where? Greenland. Oh. Yeah, you I hear think about we should do a per- I think we should do a one-on-one delivery there. <laughs> All right, Rick. So it is Shop Talk. We have uh, Nautical Ventures Demo Day at the Adania Beach Store today. And we're inviting folks to come on by and have a sit-down with you and do a little uh, uh, you know, preventive maintenance uh, kind of deal. Explain that a little bit to us. Well, today, uh, my, my topic pretty much today is just going to be the demo day. Looking forward to see a lot of people out there from the last time we had the demo day. And, you know, answer questions that anybody has on their particular boat or has wants to know how to do just the, what we started the last time was a basic oil change on an engine, what to do, what not to do, and show them the products. And, uh, yeah, again, we're just going to be there to answer any questions and show them any points that they need to know. So we have the double day between noon and two. So I'm figuring like maybe about one o'clock or so, you might have a little uh, gathering in your uh, service area. Yeah. Let these guys sit down and watch. Shop, service shop will be open, and I'll have a technician there along with myself. And, you know, if anybody has a question, just, you know, come on back to the shop. They'll be bashful. Just walk on in, ask for me. And, you know, it doesn't have to be 10 people there to wait. You know, you're there early. You know, we'll talk, and we'll go over anything that you, you any of your questions. Now, can they actually do some hands-on stuff, like uh, maybe uh, do the oil plug and maybe pour some lube in or uh, touch that motor. Yeah, if you, yeah, you know, if they've never pulled that oil plug off, or you know, never pulled the drain that hold that plug on the bottom of the gear case, they're scared or whatever. I'll show them how to do it, and like I said, not what to do, and have the proper tools to do it. All right, so the big shop talk happening at Nautical Ventures, Dania Beach, fifty South Brian Road. I might add, come on by here and uh, check out our demo day with boats and tenders and kayaks. Also, get your hands dirty a little bit with Rick Buckner back in the shop and uh, hook up and learn more about that boat maintenance stuff. Uh, actually, there there's so much to learn. How about uh, Rick, you buy a kayak. How do you get it home? How do you attach it to the roof of your vehicle? A, a, a kayak, I don't know anything about that <laughs> plastic stuff. I'm going to tell you, if you're going to do a kayak, kayaks, you need to go speak to John Grau or go talk to Dylan. They are the wizards and the gurus of the kayaks in the Hobie department. That is their area. I wouldn't even know what to say. I've never seen Rick, what those Rick. kayaks are. Those kayaks are pretty intense, the ones that they put together. I mean, I've seen kayaks with transducers, live wells on them. I mean, those guys do an awesome job as well. Well, because that's what I was going to ask you next uh, as far as electronics. So those guys, you leave that to those specialists. That's, that's, that, that's a specialty department all on its own. I tell you, I'm kind of jealous because the only dirtiness they get is a little plastic on them. That's, that's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, Rick. Right. But, yeah, you, you got to install it just right because uh, you put a big hole in your kayak and who knows what happens. <laughs> that's, that's a bad day. No, but those guys, those guys over there are really good. So, yeah. You oh. need to speak to John Grau or uh, Dylan, and I think uh, they'll be there this weekend, and they're, they're awesome people. Okay, all great. Right. Thank you very much, Rick. We'll see you at the shop about the 10 o'clock this morning, my friend. Yes, sir. You guys have a good weekend. You too, buddy. Thank you very much. Well, he's on line number one. He's probably spearing more of those big fish because the bug season's close to waters. Jim Chiefy Matthew in the program. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see if he's seeing tons of lobsters now. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> good morning, Jim. Hey, hey. Yeah, actually, we're seeing a few lobster, but, you know, we don't really look for them this time of year. Uh, we're looking for potential locations. Uh, that, that's always the, the beauty of spearfishing, but we're kind of high off the reef, particularly with the visibility that we had. Oh, unbelievable. I, I dove the last three days and, uh, each day got better and better. Yesterday was absolutely outstanding. Blue water, 
I'd say, you know, top to bottom, just just incredible. A trickle to the south on the current, uh, 77 degrees on the water temps, so not too bad. And uh, we, uh, we've been hanging um, on the wrecks a little bit. Um, did the Rebel yesterday. Saw a, uh, uh, a Pompano, which, uh, you know, we're not allowed to take those. But uh, what, a, what a beautiful sight just to see them. Because in state waters, um, you know, um, they're, uh, they're not allowed to uh, spear them. But, of course, here's what we have been seeing. <laughs> Grouper, oh, lots of them. Nice. Oh yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah uh, nice big black groupers, uh, and and uh, and of course reds. The red grouper population seems to be really rebounding. Um, I don't particularly go for those, uh, only because most of the time they're real questionable on size. But we saw a couple fatties yesterday that no doubt were were bigger than the, the limit. So. It's good to see the variety of fish, um, you know. And of course, I chased a big hog yesterday. He had to be all at twenty inches, big snoot on him. But he was a little uh, quicker than I was. <laughs> he got away from the dead eye, Matthew. Really? <clears throat> yeah. Can you believe it? Yeah. I didn't even sling a spear at him. Just uh, you know, he, he was one of those uh, fish that <clears throat> you try to go high on, particularly when you're on scuba so that they don't really notice you or they'll kind of slow down. That's, that's sort of a tactic when you see them. But uh, this guy kept going and never really, really stopped to make and let me take the shot at him. He kind of knew. He was playing with me, I think, you know. So, <laughs> But uh, we did, we did uh, see, an, um, let's, let's see, Wednesday, uh, we did the Fort Lauderdale Wreck Trek. Um, you guys may fish that. I don't know. Um, you know, we fished it, and they're nice because they're in between the second and third reef, and um, they're kind of lined right up. Uh, actually, they've got stakes that, you know, kind of show you where they are. They're a couple hundred feet between the four wrecks, and uh, with this, this trickle to the south current, we started at the north, went on down, and then came back. So we were able to do all four wrecks twice. Uh, that, and that completed the dive. It was excellent. And uh, Richard got himself a really nice amberjack, uh, which uh, I will smoke this weekend, uh, which which was really nice. Uh, so we're seeing a lot of fish and a lot of variety of fish, um, which is a great, a great, you know, for me, it's it's great because this time of year, um, hey, it, it's uh, it's fun, you know. Um, oh, and I almost forgot. We, we, uh, one of my buddies up north uh, got a got a cobia uh, off a wall, and it was off of Highland Beach. Um, that was on Thursday, so um, you know, thirty eight, forty inch uh, cobia is always fun to to uh, take care of, and and that's really good meat, good eating, and um, excellent, excellent fish. So yeah, we've been just a variety of fish. I think has been good, and and the muttons, uh, boy, holy smokes, I forgot about the mutton snappers. <laughs> We've been seeing a fair amount of muttons, too. So uh, it's a good variety, which is nice, you know. Okay, well, Jim, we got to go, but I know uh, I'll see you next week at the Blue Wild Ocean Adventure at the Broward County Convention Center. I know you're going to have a booth there, and uh, you'll be talking about lobstering on Sunday. So uh, look to catch up with you there, and people can uh, buy your book and get your autograph and all that good stuff. 
Yeah, and, and you know, are you going to be there, Steve? I will be uh, there, yes. Uh, you know, I always get a, a, it's a tradition to get a picture with Steve Waters at the Blue Wild, along with Sherry Day now. Come on now, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> will right, do, Thanks. but look forward to it, Jim. All right, good time. Thanks. Thank you very much. And of course, the Jim Matthews book is called Catching the Spirit. Teaches you how to actually spearfish properly, and there's lots of things to learn about spearfishing that you should read about that in the book. Yes, you a know, lot like, of really good, basic, solid information that you need to know. Like safety stuff, and ever carry a spear gun in your pants would be number one. That'd be obviously a uh, lesson. You don't load that <laughs> spear gun till you get uh, underwater. There you go. Take a little break. The show's just rolling along here. Six forty-four at nine forty. Wins Miami Sports. Shut off that engine. You're listening to the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show with Eric Brandon and Steve Waters. Anything you need to know about fishing or boats, call 866-801-0940. They've got everything you need. You're going to need a bigger boat. Now, back to the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show. Driven by Buddy Davis Boats. Walked outdoors during the break, Steve Waters. Not a bad looking day, dude. A little sunshine popping up. I don't see a lot of wind blowing. Yeah, it's supposed to pick up later today. Be uh-huh. like, uh, I think... 10 to 15 from uh, Deerfield to Jupiter, and then 15 to 20. But building with some gusts, so morning would be the best time to fish. Now, a bunch of guys are out with for the uh, Sunburn Swordfish Tournament today. That's a daytime swordfish tournament, and the way it'll be about 4.30 to 6 at Lighthouse Point Yacht and Racquet Club. So show up, watch the big fish. Be weighed in and have some fun. Very cool. This man's been catching fish. I see him on Facebook as well. I think he was posting up Wahoo uh, last night on Facebook. The one, the only the man who catches everything out there in the ocean. Trent Kloss. Good morning, dude. What's happening? Hey, hey. Good morning, Eric. Good morning, Steve. How are you? Doing great. How about yourself? We are doing awesome. Heading out in the weeds and the keys right now. It's the third and final day of the final sale tournament. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah. So we're sitting, we're sitting up there in the top ten right now. Um, but every day is a tournament, and this tournament, there's so there's a lot of money in it. And um, you know, we get a daily today to put us up there in the top three, and, and we, you know, we can go away with go home with a big chunk of cash. So <laughs> yeah. we're going for today. We're seeing about thirty sub sales a day, free jumping, doing stuff like that. Um, it's just you know the current. It's going the wrong direction down here. It's a, it's a westerly current, and um, it's just blue water. It looks really pretty and everything. A lot of sails free jumping around, but it's, it's they have a trouble getting them to eat, and everybody's doing about the same. It, it, you see a lot, you, you bait them, and we're just having trouble. So um, we've got eight fish right now. We're eight for nine, and we've seen God, well over 70 fish. Well, Trey, talk talk about this for a second, man. When guys are out there fishing and they see free jumping sailfish, what's their uh, technique to try to find that fish and catch it? Uh, the one thing you want to do is you want to take note on which way that fish is free jumping. Okay. Most of the time in in Miami, they're going to be jumping to the south because they're migrating to the south. Because most of the time we have a good north current. The currents going to the north, right? You have that south current. Sometimes they, sw- they will swim the other direction. Um, so then they might be swimming to the north end, just because they're swimming against the current, you know? Okay. Right. So you want to be able to set up 
try to give yourself, buy yourself enough time. Try to figure out, okay, that fish is jumping. This is due north right here. That fish is jumping due south. He was jumping 180 degrees, right? Okay, so you want to set up at 100 yards, 150 yards, 200 yards. Give yourself enough time to put your four lines out, six lines out, however many you can get out in time so you can, he can come and see your bait and be presented. If it's not a tournament, we'll throw out chummers so he can, you know, hear the fish throwing out low frequency noises and, and you can see those chummers, you know, they're, they're all flashing around back there and stuff. We'll do that too. Like I said, not during a tournament, though you're not allowed to use live chum. But for this tournament, they flop, they will free jump, and they sit there. So without actually running right to the fish, because they're free jumping and they're swimming down. They're acting like a mullet almost, you know? So it's, it's been a little tricky. Which is, yeah, you got to figure them out, that's all. Crack the code, we call it. Sounds like a mathematical equation yes. trying to figure these fish out, Steve Waters. So you you like it when they jump repeatedly so you can get ahead of them, you know exactly which way they're going? Exactly, exactly. So last week, um, I think we left off when we were fishing Skip's Fist Tournament, correct? Look at a crow. Right. I believe so. We won, we won 20, dollars in that tournament. Um, we got top angler, 19 sails, and it was just, you know, we were just following pods of fish. And God, guys, we had to have a hundred sailfish behind the boat at one point. What? And it was unbelievable. Wow. Unbelievable. Wow, so many man. fish back there. Yeah. And, wow. um, yeah. And then last week, so you heard about bouncers, uh, yep. they don't get eaten by a midco. Yep. We well, talked to them about, about that. Or, let's see. Last, last week, I had one of my sailfish, sailfish weighed 70 pounds, got all chewed up by a mako, and God, the mako came up out right on the top of the surface, thrashed everywhere, just took a bite out of him, and the sailfish ended up dancing away from him, but he got all torn up. Uh, that, our mako was probably about 250, 300. We tried to get him back up, but he was, he, he shied away from us, but man, what an unbelievable sight, you know? That it is was really crazy. cool. Yeah. All right, Trey. Well, listen, man, we're always pulling for you to win these things, man. Win, uh, win some cash, win the trophy, and uh, keep on catching them up, my friend. Well, dude, thanks, guys. All righty. There you go. So he's in that tournament, too. I didn't realize he was fishing that thing this weekend. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much uh, half our captains are down there. I guess so. <laughs> hey, Steve, every week we talk about the convenience of our friends at Luke Fuel, man, L-U-K Fuel, and it beats that stop at the gas station, does it not, my friend? Yeah, absolutely. No more trying to jockey in for position to get the truck and boat up to the pump without somebody cutting you off, blocking exactly. you in, you know, saying, well, why do you have a boat here? Yeah, I mean, you call these guys up like the night before you go know, fish, right? Maybe have them come over 5, 6 o'clock in the afternoon, day before 4. Boat's all full of fuel. You get up in the morning, head off to your favorite ramp. You're gassed up with the best gas, by the way. Premium ethanol-free Rec 90 gas. Really good stuff. Good stuff. Low sulfur diesel fuel. And again, it's a $100 minimum on uh, gas, 200 bucks for diesel. But again, they come to you no matter where you are. Boats in the backyard, side yard, sitting down behind the house in the water. They deliver right to you. How convenient is that, man? You can't find any more convenience than having somebody bring that fuel right to your butt. No, it's it's great, and uh, 
you know, they've got the long hoses. Yep. So they can, like you said, fill it up right behind your house. There you go. It's on a trailer, pull up, fill it up. <laughs> you can't beat it, man. And you're good to go. Call them at 305-432-3487. Mention the show, please, if you would. 305-432-3487. Look Fuel, they deliver to you. First hour flew by, dude. Already done. Whoa. <laughs> 7 o'clock hour of power coming up. 657 right here at 940. Wins Miami Sports. Be right back to you. Welcome back to the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show, the radio show that's put on by fishermen for fishermen and all about catching fish. Never did see so much activity. Call the show anytime at 866-801-0940. We want to hear from you. If you think you're nervous now, ha, wait till you're on the air. And here to hook you up with local captains and crew so you can reel in more than bragging rights is waterman Eric Brandon. I can't function without my coffee. And Sun Sentinel fishing writer Steve Waters. Coffee is ready, sir. Now, back to the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show. Driven by Buddy Davis Boats. 701, welcome back to the second hour of the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show. Driven by Buddy Davis Boats. Eric Brandon, that would be me with my good buddy. Outdoor rider for 23 years and counting at the Sun Sentinel, Mr. Waters. That's a good, good tour, man. Yeah, it's been going good. Keep so, it going, dude. Yeah, actually, uh, yesterday's story, I wrote about the upcoming Blue Wild Ocean Adventure Expo, which is the uh, next Saturday and Sunday. Okay. Broward County Convention Center, bigger than ever. Sweet. They're, they're taking over the main floor, and uh, our number one uh, sponsor, Nautical Ventures, they've got the, uh, well, at the boat shows, they call it the AquaZone. Right. But that 40,000-gallon pool, mm-hmm. and so there's going to be demos on uh, stand-up paddleboarding, uh, yoga on paddleboards, cool, which man. I understand is a huge hit huge. with the fans, huge. and then uh, kayaking, so I'm sure there'll be guys talking about how to scuba dive off a kayak. And Very then, cool. And there'll also be some free diving safety information there and like mm-hmm. we said earlier our good buddy jim matthew will be doing a talk coast guard will be there talking about boating safety dive safety so, cool man uh, yeah it should be a lot of fun if you go to thebluewild.com mm-hmm. you can even get a discount on tickets well thanks for the information mr waters good stuff buddy hey glad glad to get it out there well get out here and talk about some freshwater bass fishing man Ah, that sounds good to me. We cover it all, man. Any body of water, we're talking about it, man, especially with this man here, the guru of bass fishing, the one, the only, Alan Zaremba. Good morning, Al. How are you, buddy? I'm doing pretty good. How are you guys doing today? Oh, we're doing great, man. I saw your, your email. You're still nailing those bass, man. Yeah, we've been doing real good out there. Of course, I don't have any big stories to tell, like uh, you know, sharks chasing after my fish or anything like that. <laughs> but but I, I do get some sharks, but they're of a different variety. So you know, it's a different different deal. I, I I've got to say, now I I've fished with Alan many times, Eric, and occasionally we get uh, some Rottweilers run right <laughs> down to the bank and. Uh, I might take a shark over a Rottweiler. So, uh, Some pit bulls. You know, you just never yeah. know what's going to come out chasing. Exactly yeah. right. I'm like, I hope he can't swim. <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> we got to get out of here. There because sometimes, actually, I know from your report, you've been uh, sight fishing right up to the banks where uh, when you have peacocks, uh, you know, yeah, kind of staking out territory in shallow water. It is starting to change a little bit now. Uh, I, I do have some fish in the mornings that tend to school up in that bit. And of course, that's what leads me to catching some of the other oddball fish, uh, the occasional snook. 
even on a calm day like we have this morning so far that the tarpon might get going. And we've been catching some clown knife fish on occasion as well. And uh, it's, you don't know what's going to bite. And it's not a calm morning like this. Now, if the winds pick up, then I pretty much just go in for, looking for the fish along the edges. And, and uh, we're still fishing that way. I'm fishing both ways right now. So it, it means you got a little bit more of a mixed bag going now. All right. So let's talk about some of the hot lures you're catching these fish on. Well, I'm, I'm still doing well on the bagley minnows when the fish are out in the open. Uh, occasionally I'll get some to come up and hit some of the pop bars or some baby torpedoes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's usually early in the morning. And then I go in with the jigs uh, along the edges later in the day to bring the fish up. And, and uh, uh, that's, that's pretty much the method. It still produces some pretty good-sized fish, up to about six pounds on the peacocks. And, and the clown and the fish have been running five to six pounds as well. So in an occasional snook, uh, we'll hit. And that's what we're going to try to target this morning, too. Is there, I'm sorry, Steve. Go ahead. Uh, well, I was going to say I, I noticed that uh, in your photos, you have a lot of fly fishermen. Yeah, it's this time of the year. They love the sight. Most fly people that use a fly rod love the, the sight cast, and they like to see the strike. And that's what they're uh, uh, getting right now. We're using clouds or minnows, and I like to use a little bit of a sink line, not a heavy sink line, but something that helps keep the fly down and in, in their face a little bit better. Okay, and then uh, also in your weekly report, I noticed you did some uh, largemouth bass fishing in the Everglades. Yeah, that, that bite's coming around uh, little by little. Uh, of course, I try not to run anybody over in the parking lot like that one guy did the other day, which was kind of sad uh, over at Holiday Park. But, but um, uh, okay. I'm mad enough sometimes, but I, I wouldn't do that. It's just a shame what happened there. Okay, I didn't hear about that. Did you? Ask? Yeah, some some young guy, uh, I guess, got a little bit upset, and and uh, did not use his uh, better thinking. Uh, he, he just wasn't thinking, and, and he's going to pay for it now. But it's unfortunate. Oh wow. boy! All right, man. Well, yeah. go ahead, catch him up today. Fishing today, yeah. Al? Which, which play? Yes, yes, sir. I'm in your old park, your old old uh, backyard again, and uh, we're going to be uh, targeting some snook in the morning, along with uh, some peacocks, and then we're going to, maybe we'll get lucky and see some of the tarpon rolling this morning, too, and if we do that, we'll take some shots at them. Good old C8 kid, I'll see Waters, my, one of my yes, favorite sir. memories, sir. All right, now, thank you very much, man. Catch him up today, buddy. You guys have a good one now. You Down do. to Bud and Mary, Steve Waters, you said Richard Stanzik had a fine week on a catch-22, I do believe, right? That's right, dolphin up to 48 pounds, Ooh, and then uh, his, his latest text uh, this morning, bonefish, tarpon, with some guy who's so old, I thought he wasn't with us anymore. <laughs> Richard, good morning to you. Eric, Steve, good morning. How are you doing? Hey, we're doing great. So great fishing down in Alamorada, huh? You know, it, uh, we've had uh, yeah, it had its moments this week. Um, unfortunately, uh, it's not a consistent thing with respect to those dolphins. It's been a hit and miss deal, but uh, it actually was my first trip aboard to catch 22 in five and a half months. We uh, we ended up running a long way out. There was a you know it's interesting the uh, Gulf Stream serpentines as it passes along uh, you know beyond the Keys, sometimes being as close in as you know a couple of miles, other times being thirty thirty five miles off. Well, when that happens, which it did, uh, I think it was last Tuesday, uh, there's a an, what they call an offshore edge that forms up, and sure enough, about thirty seven miles we got on that thing and just kept heading south. And uh, burning the fuel, but boy, at the end of the day, we had actually caught 25 what we call small slammers up to large slammers. And my girlfriend, Joanne Aramandi, um, 
actually caught a 48-pound bull dolphin, which just was an incredibly beautiful fish on light tackle. So uh, a really nice way for me to uh, reunite with a catch-22, uh, especially after paying that bill after five and a half months <laughs> in the boat yard. Yeah, sure. But, uh, you know, again, I'd like to tell you that dolphin fishing was in full swing. It's certainly not. It's a hit-and-miss deal. Uh, if you're going out there, you may have to run aways. You're going to want to watch for debris, watch for those, those, those breaks in the surface where the water's moving faster on one side and the other. And usually there's a little bit of weed, you know, congregates in that. But overall also saw very little weed, which is not a good thing. Last year we had a tremendous amount of weed already coming through. Hopefully it's going to show up this year. But that's pretty much what went on offshore. The uh, fishing along the reef uh, has been really lackluster. Uh, you know, a few kingfish are out there. Uh, you know, the, the only hot spot, I guess, or hot fishing was the yellowtail fishing, which is reasonably good uh, if, again, that current and, every, and the conditions set up for it. Uh, my brother did catch a couple of days ago, did catch a nice African pompano off one of the wrecks I sent a picture to Steve of, 37-pounder. Mm-hmm. Interestingly enough, caught it on a rigger rod, which was, was pretty cool. He was trying to catch permit, of which they did catch one of those as well and released. But uh, the Miss Alamrata, pretty much the same story on that reef. Uh, however, they did have some good days. They had a 100-fish day during the week where the current and everything set up good. So those yellowtail are going to get stronger and stronger. But, again, uh, if it's clear and the current and running, it's kind of been hit and miss all week. So not all that great offshore. In the backcountry, it's been tarpon, uh, and they are here in full swing. Uh, you know, most boats, every boat almost catching one, uh, a trip. Some boats catching three and four a trip. Um, I was just texting Steve. We have an old buddy, uh, Captain Al Restori, who's now 80 years old, and Al is quite a legend in the uh, fishing and in the writing business, as Steve knows. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm up there myself, so between us we had 150 years of experience, and last <laughs> night we actually hooked and landed three tarpon, and, and, and these were big fish. Uh, you know, we, we nicknamed the spots that we fished down here. The spot last night I fished was Monster Alley. And it it held true to its name. The last fish we caught uh, drug us almost two miles, and we fought it two and a half hours. Uh, estimated about 140 pound fish. So, and and before that, because uh, the tide wasn't quite right, we stopped and picked off two bonefish. So, Cap Mal's doing good. Two bonefish, three tarpon. Not a bad a bad evening for an 80 year old angler. So, had a lot of fun with that. Uh, I have had some reports this week, actually, from the backcountry other than tarpon. Interestingly enough, I had some really good sea trout reports, which is something I like hearing. They've been to the west, you know, out in the Conkey area, Conkey Channel area, out in the Sandy Key area. But a lot of nice fish, uh, you know, three to four pounders actually being caught. If you want to get them big sea trout, use a big jig and a big bait. A lot of little pinfish will work, pilchers, things like that. Popping carks will always help and try to catch the falling tide. But overall, that's kind of like what's been going on down here. As I said, uh, you know, that rare dolphin catch that we had and then the tarpon fishing inshore. Rich, sounds good. we got to rock and roll, man. But, uh, hey, keep catching those big old fish down here. Hopefully the bigger mahi will show up and you can slam a couple of those 55-pounders or so, maybe. <laughs> yeah, we'd like to see one like that. <laughs> yeah, we're just hoping for these southeast breezes and the weed to show up. But uh, I'll keep you guys posted. Meanwhile, if you're interested in it, uh, we got the weather today, but the wind's going to blow tomorrow. So uh, keep your eyes open on that part. You got it, buddy. Thank you, Richard, very much, man. All righty. Thanks for calling me, guys. You got it. So it's Kayak Chat coming up next. Steve Waters with our good friend Joe Hector. He had that extreme tournament, I believe, uh, last weekend in the Bahamas. Right, back from the Bahamas, so he'll tell us all about it. And uh, that that's a totally different type of offshore fishing, you know. I haven't tried it yet. I, I gotta I gotta get out there and get offshore and do that kayak thing at least one time and see how the whole thing works. The rod reel in my hand, maybe a, a big uh, wahoo snapping at my at my knees when I bring him in a boat. 
Sure. Right? Yeah, yeah make sure you leave the keys to your car <laughs> with me. <laughs> we'll talk to Joe Hector coming up next, 712 at 940 Wins Miami Sports. Supposedly, Cousteau and his cronies invented the idea of putting walkie-talkies into the helmet. We made ours with a special rabbit ear on the top so we could pipe in some music. Let's hear those fish and reels sing. Now back to more fish talk on the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show. Driven by Buddy Davis Boats with Eric Brandon and Steve Waters. As the son of a son of a 718, welcome back to the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show. Driven by Buddy Davis Boats. Let's go from boats to kayaks. Steve Waters, we cover all topics on the program, do we not? Diving. Yes, we do. We do. Diving's. Freshwater fishing, offshore, inshore. You name it, baby. This man had a, a good gathering last weekend. Joe Hector feeling better. Joe, good morning to you. Hey, guys. How's it going? You finally shook the uh, three-week flu? Oh, man. That thing <laughs> kicked my butt, man. <laughs> you were you were dead enough, man, but uh, you're feeling better? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the scary part was I got it right before we were leaving for the uh, Bahamas tournament, and I'm like, oh, my God, I better get rid of this quick, so... It ended up being an awesome tournament. The flu was gone, and, and uh, we're ready for the summer, man. Terrific. So, great turnout with the Bahamas. How did it work for you? Uh, that was uh, definitely one of our best tournaments, I'd say, that we've ever had. And I know I said that for the last Sailfish Smackdown, but this year, uh, in general, has been awesome. That weigh-in was one of our best weigh-ins. We had monster fish. Um, every species you can think of that an angler wants, not just a kayak angler, but a boat angler. Wow. And it was just, uh, it was a joy, man. Well, glad you're back in town talking about some local stuff here, Joe. Did you hear about that story? I think that we heard that somebody uh, using our product that, on the program, Jimmy Jigs, had caught a, a big grouper on a kayak. Yeah, so what happened was uh, uh, one of our anglers, Nick Weber, and uh, this was in the, during the Bahamas tournament. He okay. actually finished okay. fourth place. Right. And... Um, He's paddling in, and uh, he's an out-of-state angler. He fishes Lake Michigan, never fished offshore in a kayak ever, and paddles in and has a 39-pound grouper. He used, <laughs> he had one rod that he, that he rented from Adrenaline Fishing Custom Rods, and uh, they gave him a rod for the Bahamas. Right. And no multiple rods. I mean, and then he drops his jimmy jig that he got in the captain's bags that uh, they supplied us for the tournament. Right. And he put, like, a, a pilchard on there and dropped it down, you know, jigged it up and down, hooked into this monster. Um, it, it was awesome, man. He, he came on the beach. Everyone was just, like, screaming because they couldn't <laughs> believe it. The bohemians were like, I want to cook this up. I want yeah. the fish. I want the fish. What's it funny is funny. this guy's a novice, Steve Waters. He's actually trying his own technique on the jimmy jig. I mean, most times you don't put any bait on your jimmy jig. This guy says, oh, I'll put a pilcher on it, drop it down, had a rented <laughs> rod, no less, and it comes back with this big old grouper. Yeah, that, you know? that's a great tournament. <laughs> How cool is that? Great jig, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. It's like every tournament we got that one story from somebody, you know, and it was just, it was just cool together, and I talked to him after the event. And uh, and he just said, you know, I don't know how I'm going to go back to lake fishing after this. Wow. I mean, you guys, you guys ruined it for me. <laughs> so, it was cool. That's great, Joe. So we're talking back talking uh, kayaks, and uh, normally we talk about kayaks every weekend on the show. You always pick a uh, target species. You got a fish you want to talk about this weekend? Uh, sure, yeah. Um, we could talk about mutton snapper. That's one of my um, favorite fish, by the way, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, they're awesome, man. Um, so in the Bahamas, it was funny. I, I uh, We can mix a little bit here, but 
Uh, I talked to Austin Collins, who actually won um, the Selfish Smackdown, and he was telling me uh, he, he caught a lot of big muttons uh, both years in the Bahamas. And he also catches a lot, if you follow him on Instagram, he catches a lot here locally as well. And actually, I asked him in the Bahamas, and I'm like, man, you're like the mutton king. What are you doing? <laughs> and he was just telling me, you know, what he does is he follows a lot of the drift boats, and he doesn't even use a, um, a death finder. Okay. And he follows the drift boats, and he just follows their trail, and he puts out, he has a, uh, 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 um, an egg weight that's about three, you know, three ounces to four ounces and has about 20 feet of clear mono with, uh, with a three Oh circle hook and drops this puppy down and, and it's very light. So it's kind of going into the current okay. and I'll tell you what, man, he drags that thing in the sand and he just brings them up every single time, every so time. Follow the drift boat, Steve waters, drop down your stuff on your kayak and uh, catch those buttons on the bottom. I like it. Yeah. All right. And make sure your rod's, you know, pretty stiff. You know, he's saying use like a medium-heavy rod, and uh, he's using uh, pillies for bait, and he does really well with it. So, I mean, if you got a GPS, it'll be a lot easier, obviously. But I think it's also a good tip to follow those uh, those drift boats. All right, Joe, to see all your stuff about your uh, trips and learn more about what you do on the side with your extreme kayaking, uh, what's the best way to check out your website or uh, YouTube, or what's your whole deal? Sure, you can go to extremekayakfishing.com, and you can check out our website. we got the summer series coming up. That's three more tournaments, two in Pompano, one in Texas. Or you can follow us on Instagram, um, Extreme Kayak Fishing, hashtag Extreme Kayak Fishing. All right, Joe, listen, you got any free time? We have Demo Day, man. Stop by and let's do a little chat at the, the Dania Beach store if you have a chance. Definitely. And I also just want to throw a shout-out to Nautical Ventures for being one of our main sponsors for the event. And uh, Brandon Nodell got second place. Uh, he had multiple awesome fish, grouper, kingfish, my everything. And uh, he won a uh, Hobie limited edition Outback, and there's only 500 of those puppies made. Wow. And I thought it was really cool that Nautical Ventures uh, donated that for the event. Well, I'm a big fan of Nautical Ventures, you know that, because I'm, <laughs> I'm one of their employees, so thank you very yeah. much. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome, man. It was cool. All right, Joe, thanks. Have a great weekend, my friend, okay? All right, guys. See you later. See you, right. Joe. Take a little break, Steve Waters. More fishing captains coming up 724 at 940 wins. Miami Sports. Be right back. Got a question for the captains? Call the show now at 866-801-0940 and get hooked up. We tried to contact them several times by radio, but they didn't answer. Now, back to the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show. Driven by Buddy Davis Boats. With Eric Brandon and Steve Waters. 7.30 on the dot. Welcome back to the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show. Driven by Buddy Davis Boats, Steve Waters. Chicago Mike is back behind the glass running the show as always. Doing a great job. Glad to have him back. I've got to say, all the... Uh producers here do a fantastic job oh my gosh you know man. it was it was great that mike got to go home and spend some quality time in the snow yeah and he's, he's uh, back being warm now you know and and his fill-ins <laughs> did a good job so uh so that was nice hey uh real quick i got to uh talk about another fishing tournament this is a new one but a really great uh, cause the fort lauderdale meet mayhem it's uh April 30th, you go out of any you want, weigh-ins at Pier 66 in Fort Lauderdale. All proceeds benefit Nicholas Children's Hospital, which is great cause. used to be Miami Children's Hospital. Yep. But Jack and Barbara Nicholas, who I know through golf, have uh, 
you know, they came up with a bunch of money. Anyway, you got Kingfish Tuna, Dolphin, Wahoo, $10,000 guaranteed for first place, $350 entry fee, and I know our next captain, that's right up his alley. Yes, it is. The one, the only, on the Thomas Flyer, Jimbo Thomas. Welcome back to the show, dude. Good morning. Yes, that is right up my alley, Steve. And speaking of tournaments, we've got the Miami Sport Fishing Tournament coming up a week from today, next Saturday. So we're gearing up for that. We've been practicing for the last uh, six months, so I think we've about got it down. <laughs> okay, so you, you just go we, we, weekend after weekend, wow. uh, another tournament. But this one's great because you can fish out of uh, Government Cut or Hallover Inlet, whichever is easier. And... It sounds like a great tournament. I'm sure it is. All right. Um, and this time of the year, you know, that's that's the type of fishing we're doing. The kingfish have been really good. We've had kingfish up to about 40 pounds this week. Uh, we've had a lot of them in the 20 to 30-pound range. Then a few nice dolphin around, sailfish, and some blackfin tunas are starting to show up. But what we've been doing is going out and catching live sailfish and hanging them under the kite, <laughs> fishing for mako sharks. <laughs> you saw that? Uh, th- maybe uh, Raymond posted that to the video. Have you seen that? Yes, I did. That was spectacular. Unbelievable. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, one of the guys uh, yesterday on the Top Gun, which is a Key Biscayne charter boat, he was reeling in a Bonita, and a big mako skyrocketed on his Bonita that he was reeling in. So there are some makos out there, which we don't see them that often. But it's Mako Madness right now, and there, there's a few out there. So uh, if if you are out there, it wouldn't be a bad idea to have a big rod ready with a heavy wire leader and a big circle hook in case you do see something like that. You can hook a piece of Bonita or big blue runner, whatever you happen to have on there, and drop it back there and see if you can catch yourself a Mako. See, I was going to say, Jimbo, good to have a big knife so you can cut the line right away. And Well, uh, you know, it, it's... I wouldn't uh, promote uh, killing the the fish. They are too awesome and beautiful of a fish, but to catch and release, it's a lot of fun, and they are spectacular, just big, awesome animals. Yeah, you know, uh, you're right. It'd be a good good fish for Eric to catch. I love it, man. Yeah, you like a three hour battle. Absolutely, my back would say thank you so much. Yeah, all my vertebrae. Well, (laughs) if if you do have them on the correct tackle, it might not be such a, a battle. Although some of these fish, a couple that we've seen in the last month, have been huge, uh, 500-pound-plus. Right. Um, but, yeah, that was a pretty spectacular footage, and to be filming it at just when that happened is a, a rare event. So uh, pretty awesome, but it looks like a beautiful day. We're still sitting at the dock. We're supposed to leave at 8, and just like we, we've been doing all week, we're going to go catch our live bait, go see what the water looks like. Hopefully we have some blue water and if we have some north current, then it'll really be good. But all week we've had real light current, if any current. So the sailfish action hasn't been spectacular, although there's been a lot of them caught. Uh, the kingfish bite's been good, and the dolphin, uh, they're just kind of showing up here and there, and same with the blackfins. But like last Saturday, we went out there, and the current was running, and the sailfish were about jumping in the boat. You could hardly steer around them. Everybody caught 8, 10, 12 sails. All right, JT. Go ahead, man. All right. Well, that's it. You know, if if we got some blue water in North Current, uh, it's going to be great fishing. Otherwise, it's just going to be really good fishing. All right, man. Well, hey, go catch them up and uh, grab a Mako. That's the plan. Okay. Thank you very much. (laughs) Let's talk to this man. Uh, He had talked uh, the first time, Steve Waters, pretty much about that Mako story. Never got a chance to talk about his regular fishing during the week. Uh, Bouncer Smith's back on line number two. Cap, welcome back. What's shaking? (laughs) 
<laughs> Good morning, gentlemen. Boy, I tell you what, we just got out here in the ocean. It's a beautiful day. There's almost no clouds. We got uh, a light north wind. Just barely enough you might consider putting up the kite and then have it crash back in the water. But uh, really, really good fishing. <laughs> Last night we did our evening trip, and, and the one fish that hasn't been biting here has been tarpon. It's, it's crazy. It was spectacular on Sunday night, and then it just crashed and burned. But So last night, instead of going tarpon fishing, we went out on the reef. We had three kingfish over 20 pounds. We had a 25-pound tuna, and we had a couple of sailfish. It was a four-hour trip, but we quit an hour early, though, so we didn't get caught in the thunderstorms and just red-hot action. We had a few more bites as well. And during the day, big news yesterday, after living in Florida since 1956 and being an avid angler, for the first time ever, my sister saw a live cobia. Wow. Because she had a cobia hex. We went out with Jimbo Thomas. We went out on the L&H. We went over to the West Coast. We went down to the Keys. And she just scared Kobe away everywhere. <laughs> and yesterday we finally caught one. So <laughs> that's great. It was a great event for her, that's for sure. During the week, uh, Cap, uh, outside of that uh, fantastic uh, selfish story with the Mako, what's been your best catch of the week, you figure? We had a trip uh, with the same guys, as a matter of fact. We had 10 dolphin uh, averaging 42 inches. And a 30-pound king, a 25-pound Jack Carvel, uh, two sailfish, and uh, a mutton snapper, a big vermilion snapper, and a partridge and a pear tree. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> we had really good dolphin for the day of the big Mako. We had six dolphin, two of which were over 25 pounds, and the other ones were 15-pounders. And uh, it's just really, really been good. We promise on the program, Steve Waters, that we will get you on the fish. So, Cap, give us our best shot at guys leaving today to catch some big old fish. Take a lot of live bait. Pilchards will do you fine. Mm -hmm. Target the kingfish, especially early and late in the day, in uh, 90 to 150 feet of water. They've been scattered all down the coast. And then if you're looking for the big dolphin, there have been a lot of them at 300 feet of water under frigate birds. And then there's been another good batch of dolphin out in the 850 to 900 feet of water on rips, weed lines, and birds as well. So, And then the tunas are starting to show up late in the afternoon. You need a lot of live chum for them, a lot of live cultures. Sounds good to me, Steve Waters. Get a rod and reel, get some live bait, get offshore, and catch some fish, dude. Yeah. Bottom line. Yeah, it's supposed to be a little windier this afternoon, so I think I might go out right now. Okay, after the show. Follow Bouncer's advice, get my pilchards, (laughs) and get some kingfish, and see what else is biting. Look for some frigate birds. There you go. Good stuff, Bouncer. All righty, we'll look forward to listening to you guys on the radio, and hopefully we'll get out fishing together real soon. You got it, Cap. Thank you very much, my friend. Have a great day. Talk to you soon. All right. Speaking of great day, Steve Waters, once a month at Nautical Ventures Marine, either in West Palm or North Palm, rather, or Dania Beach, we do Demo Day. That's right. And today is the Dania Beach Store, 50 South Bryan Road, and we have got a fun day lineup. Guys, grab your family, put them in the car, come on by, and just walk inside the store and see all the amazing toys we got for you on the water toys. You know what I mean? That's Kayaks, right. SUPs, inflatable SUPs. 
Uh, we've got the jet pack. We've got, we've got just so many the things. The cycle electric go cycle. bike, one of my favorites. We've got, uh, yeah, those just all kinds of fun stuff. And again, uh, Demo Day means right behind our building, we have something called the Aqua Zone, right? Right. So let's say you want to try a kayak for the very first time. Dylan or Chance or Ryan, whomever else, one of our great kayak guys, will put you in a kayak and show you how they work, how they, you know, either with the pedal system on the Mirage Drive right. with the Hobies, or the other ones where you just simply paddle around, which is great. Get out there and just test them out, man. Have a great time. Put the kids in and just splash around. It's great. Yeah, or like like in your case, you decided to go with the uh, tandem. I did, yeah. On the Outback. And, and you have no problem uh, doing the Mirage Drive yourself or with one of the boys? Oh, when one of the boys aren't there, one of my multiple personalities jumps in the front seat, and uh, we're all... You get that? Yeah. Okay. We talk to each other as uh-huh. we're pedaling around. But no, I love my, my hobby. But again, uh, we have boats in the water to demo. Uh, we have boats in the lot, by the way. Centuries out there to look at, of course. Uh, we have our glass stream boats out there. Uh, the axle parts, which are just taking off like crazy. Uh, used boats galore. And uh, we'll wheel and deal with it. You make us an offer. If it's great, we'll either finance or you pay cash for it. Whatever you want to do, take it away. That's right. No fine print, no dealer fee. No dealer fee. Come by, check us out. It's a demo day today. Got a free barbecue going on from noon to 2. Oh, I was going to ask you. Hamburgers? Hamburgers, baby. Nothing but mm. the best Kobe beef money can buy. Really good. I love them. Almost Kobe beef, okay? Uh, but, but good stuff. You know, Hot dogs as well. Chips yeah. and drinks, all for free. Okay. Can't beat it. And uh, grab one of the guys in orange, which would be me and my other associates. And uh, if you want to talk about a boat or whatever else, we'd be glad to help you out and get your behind on the water. 50 South Bryan Road, Dania Beach. And to find our entire offerings, by the way, check out our fabulous website, nauticalventures.com. I cover it all? You did. All Excellent. right. Thank you very much, sir. Take a break. Another wrap or two coming up, 740 on the dot, 940 wins. Miami Sports. Need to get on the water, but your boat needs a little TLC? Then tune into our Shop Talk segment with Nautical Ventures Chief Mechanic, Rick Buckner. Email Rick your questions in advance at rickb at nauticalventures.com, and we'll answer them live on the air. Now back to the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show. Driven by Buddy Davis Boats. With Eric Brandon and Steve Waters. You just make yourself right at home and stay as long as you want to. 7.45, 7.45, welcome back to the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show, driven by Buddy Davis Boats. My gosh almighty, this show is flowing by like a, a sailfish being chased by a mako. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's right. That, that's been like our theme throughout the show. you got to see that video, Steve Waters. you got to see the video. The picture looks pretty cool, but to see the actual vid, and again, I'm amazed at the timing on that, that whole thing, where the guy was rolling tape. Yeah, his, well, rolling his phone, rather. Captain Bouncer said that uh, he was talking to his mate, A.B. Raymond, saying something's not right with that sailfish. Something's about to happen. And yeah. the guy got his phone, got the video on, and hit the button, and unbelievable result. I mean, see that video? I think it's on YouTube. I think A.B. Raymond's got 348,000 views so far, which is uh, just growing every day. What an amazing video that was. Yeah, that, that's incredible, because uh, it's, it's funny. When, whenever I try to shoot video with my phone, <laughs> I got great stuff of... Great stuff of like my knee, my stomach, yeah, right, everything. But when I, you know, or I, I double clutch, we right. call it double clutch. And, where it sets it off. It's like videos on off. Right, right, yeah. Always and make sure it's on. I, man. Yeah, I always shoot great video of the deck of the boat. <laughs> I excel there. All right, we got time for one more cat. We wrap the show here. Dennis Forgione on line number one out of Hall over. Dennis, welcome back to the show, dude. What's happening? 
Good morning. Well, it's hard to top bouncers week, that's for sure. Yeah. Yo, yeah, oh, really? You didn't have any Makos this week? No, and I certainly haven't had one. Eat. Well, I had to eat sailfish, but never like that. Yeah. Much less eventful. All right, man. Well, how's your fishing been this week for you, Dennis? It was. It slowed down over the last couple of days, but up in this area, there's been um, not a lot of them, but the ones that have been around have been from 30 pounds on up. Uh, one of the books, uh, Dr. Therapy, Captain uh, Bobby Meekins, he caught a, a 56-pounder. Wow. It was um, it was a really big fish. I mean, but the, the fish that we have been catching have been all big, and the tuna just started to show up for us anyway. We've had them up in the chum a couple of days, and we haven't quite mastered them yet. They're still making you know fools of us. We lost one on the anchor rope, and we had another one that um, we fought for a good I don't know, 45 minutes or so and on a 12-pound spinner, you know, where we're looking at it for 20 minutes just out of reach while he's spinning in a circle, and uh, he finally pulled the hook. But um, they're starting to show up. I'm talking about the you know 25, 30, 35-pound fish, not the not the little ones that we've been catching trolling. Right. So um, that's it's about the time they should show up, and they and apparently they did. So as soon as they come figured out, and and so they think fish anywhere from back size all the way up to in the 30s um, on the reef, just anchored uh, live bait fishing. So it's been consistent, you know, steady, slow but steady. All right, now some of these dolphins you're seeing, uh, Dennis, are they on weed lines under birds? Where are you finding these fish? I know the one that they caught, that the 56 ton, it was just in the middle of nowhere, <laughs> and that, which is where I tried to fish yesterday, but it didn't work out for me. <laughs> but they, um, yeah, they've been under frigate birds or, or um, not too many uh, weed lines or weed catches or anything, mostly under under the birds or just out of nowhere where they're, you know, just trolling blind and, uh, you know, I guess I guess we run over more fish than we think. Just because they're not biting doesn't mean they're not there. So, Dennis, I had a question for you. You you had mentioned losing a tuna on the anchor rope. So, talk about anchoring. You know how how where you go about doing that. Well, um, the, I mean, you, you know, we do a lot of anchor fishing, and, and the thing is, a, a twelve pound line or fifteen pound line can cut through an anchor rope, you know, fairly quickly. So, and and big. Big kingfish, almost 100% of the time, race to the bow every time you hook them. If it's over, if it's over 25, 30 pounds and, and on up, they, for some reason, they're always racing off to the bow. So we have to get up there because, again, I have clients walking up the gunnel with the anchor rope laying on the deck and everything just falling in the water right. to get the, the, the fish under the rope. And what we do is like, we open the bail on the reel so at least there's no tension on it and you, and you can do it without you know, falling in the water. And, you know, I mean, a lot can go wrong. And, uh, and sometimes it does, but uh, just to get it around, because they're going to make a big circle around the boat. The tunas don't necessarily do too much of that. It's mostly the big kings. But, um, you know, you can also, I mean, we, we, I have my anchor rope spliced into 150-foot sections, and I have it attached with clips, where we can just go to the next section and, and, and throw our anchor ball on it and, and, and uh, you know, power up and go fight the fish. We do that quite a bit, especially with sailfish, because they race they're so fast they can dump a... I mean, we're only fishing 12-pound test, 15-pound test, maybe, maybe 20 at the most, but rarely when we're anchored to get more bites of the lighter line. So <laughs> you got to pay the price when you hook the fish. Sure. Now, do you uh, chum pretty heavily when you're anchored? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. A steady flow. Not too much, just uh, uh, four or five filters at a time, but, you know, pretty steady, keeping them. And when you're, when you're anchored like that, and, and if there's not a lot of current, we'll put a kite out. And the filters that we're chumming, 
we'll school up around the filters that are on the hook, in theory, anyway. And um, that's how that's how we you know just attract something, hopefully. I, I mean, do- sometimes it might take it might take hours to do, you know, before you get it you know going. Now you fishing today? You staying on land, or you got to what's your plan? No, no, we're ready to leave right now. All right, man, we'll go catch him up, Dennis, and uh, maybe do your anglers a favor and not have him catch these big blackfin on a 12-pound test. I can't yeah, see well, doing it. Go, <laughs> it works out more often than not. All right, dude. Have a great weekend, okay? You too, guys. Thank right. you very much. So to recap, Steve Waters uh, basically have plenty of bait in the boat, right? right. Uh, get out there. If you can fly a kite, good luck with that. If not, uh, troll. You know, some ballyhoo. Look for some weeds. Look for some birds. Mahi are definitely out there and back. And blackfin have been uh, the big topic. There's a big resurgence of blackfins running around now, which That's is right. great. Kingfish out there as well. So, uh, yeah, good fishing. Get out there and do it, man. I'm heading off to uh, change my duds. I got uh, my shop over at uh, Nautical Ventures. I'll be out there by 10 o'clock this morning. And again, in case you missed this news, it's demo day today, baby. Demo day, get out there, check out our boats, get out in the aqua zone and run around in a kayak SUP. I have a free barbecue, a couple of burgers, and some dogs out there. Uh, Walk inside the store. If you want to see a boat, uh, I'll be glad to show them to you. Me and my buddies out there waiting to sell you a boat. Our kayak guys will give you great deals on all the water toys. That's right. And uh, yeah, they help you out every which way from helping you select a kayak to securing it to the roof of your vehicle there you go <laughs> all that stuff and, and uh you guys still have paddleboard races yeah man yeah we have those still yeah yeah okay. i'm actually jumping to do that with uh, some other guy today take him on okay yeah that, i mean that i think that's a great way to decide exactly what type paddleboard you want you want a big stable one maybe something a little racier there you go faster there you go all right buddy boy what's your plan today man uh Covering the final day of the Broward County Women's Amateur Championship at Plantation Preserve Golf Course and Clubs. All so, right, uh, out there with the ladies, and uh, we'll you know have a story tomorrow about the winner of that tournament. It's the forty third uh, such championship. Okay. They raise a lot of money, which uh, goes to getting girls into golf. Terrific cause, buddy. Way to yeah, go. Yeah, really good. Have a great time out there. Chicago Mike, thank you very much. we got the big show coming up next. Jeff DeForest, Paul, Paulie Mann, and uh, you got Dave Gurgles Gurgly out there with the Jam Lexus Challenge. Man, I, you know, I listen to those guys on the way home every Saturday Me too, morning. Yeah. They were hysterical. Uh, <laughs> Defo was talking about, he, uh, you know, he, he was selected to throw a pitch yeah. at a Marlins game. He's like, so I'm thinking I'm going to have Pudge Rodriguez. Pudge leaves and out comes Billy the Marlins. I heard that. I heard that story. <laughs> I was almost drove off the road. I was uh, laughing so hard. Sticker, that's a great show, man. We had a great time, Steve Waters. See you next weekend. Keep it here, of course, all day long. The one, the only night, 40 wins. Miami Sports.